0: Welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 898.
1: Nothing is particularly hard if you divide it into small jobs by Henry Ford.
0: This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I am revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special guest, Kayla Raindancer. Hey, Kayla, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? I am. All right, here we go. Kayla Raindancer is a fine artist from, is it Kalispell, Montana? Am I saying that right? Yes. There we go. Kayla Bell, Montana. She's a self-taught mixed-media artist who has a passion for capturing old, treasured classic cars, trucks, and bikes in the artwork she creates. She enjoys searching for old cars and trucks that need to be restored or uncovering parts to use on her own restoration projects. Kayla is a woman who loves older vehicles and isn't afraid to lift the hood and get her hands a little dirty. So, Kayla, I've told our listeners just a little tiny bit about you. Would you take a brief moment share a little bit more about your Career in art and your passion for automobiles?
1: Well, I started drawing when I was 15, but I didn't get into drawing cars until about two years ago. I usually drew stuff just from my imagination, just like to pass the time. <laughs> and um, one day I really needed, I figured I might as well put that talent to use. And I really needed the money to put towards one of my projects. So I put out there, hey, I will. Draw your vehicle for such and such money, and I got some interest, some local interest, and it took off from there.
0: Very cool. Well, sounds like you're a self-made marketer as well. And uh making a living at artwork is a challenging thing to do. So putting yourself out there is a, a brave thing to do as well. But you love cars too. So we're going to talk about where that passion came from. But first, I always like to ask my guests for a success quote or a mantra. Something that has some meaning for you. Maybe something that drives you. It's a nice way to get the pencil turning across the paper here or the wheels turning here on Cars, Yes. Yeah, so So, Kayla, take the wheel.
1: Quote I have is, nothing is particularly hard if you divide it into small jobs by Henry Ford.
0: Ah, yes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I apply that both in my arts and on my projects. Sometimes. If I want to paint something, the subject may feel a little too busy or just overwhelming. But if I break those into little pieces, it makes it a lot easier for me to focus on the details of the painting than the whole entire thing, especially if I'm painting a scene. Same thing when I work on my project, if I look at the whole entire car and be like, oh my gosh, it's a mess. But if I focus on little pieces here and there, it starts to come together and I focus more on the positive than the negative part of the project.
0: You know, it's a great way to take that great quote by an awesome guy, Henry Ford. And I had Scott Jacobs, who's an artist. I've had over 200 artists on the show. Maybe it's close to 300 now. And when you look at Scott Jacobs' art, he was known for or is known for painting uh, motorcycles, one of his things. But he's a realist painter. And when you look at him online, he's often showing things on Facebook of live painting, and he does the same thing. So I think you're on the right track. He focuses on little sections. Instead of getting overwhelmed by the big thing, and it works on restoring cars too, don't you think? Where if you look at a whole car and you go, "Oh man, there's a lot of work here," but if you just do one little piece at a time and accomplish that, finish that, eventually you'll have the whole car done. So, does that work for you when you're working on car projects too?
1: It does. It definitely does. Actually, during this year, um, working on one of my cars, um, had you know, I focused on one thing—the engine. Got that done transmission got that done now I'm focusing on the front end and once that's done maybe be like the whole front end of the the car is done and you know then I just continue on from there but I definitely helps, makes me excited and I feel like oh look at what I have finished you know yes those are big pieces you know just when they all come together and I don't focus on the negative part of what I haven't finished yet
0: well, that's important too. Always staying positive. I learned a long time ago a great saying, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. <laughs> so I'll share that one with you. Well, let's let's go back in time a little bit. Uh, you're still a young woman, but you've been loving cars for a long time. So I'd love for you to share a story that instigated your passion for cars. Is there a pivotal moment in your life when you knew that you were a car gal?
1: Oh, gosh. I think I knew I was a carg when my grandfather called me a car gal. I was outside in the rain working on a nineteen fifty six Ford F three fifty dually that I had brought home like a couple months prior to that and I was pulling off the old flatbed on the back of it. It was really heavy, but it was rotten wood and I was pulling it off and he was watching me from the window of the house and I went inside to get a drink of water and he says, Kayla You are a true gearhead, Like you're crazy to be working out there in
0: the (laughs) rain. Well, get me a garage, Grandpa. (laughs) Yeah, very much. Oh, very cool. Very cool. Well, I love that. You know, I love having women on the show here because you can be a great inspiration for other young women who would love to get into the car world, but think maybe that it's limited just to guys. But I'll tell you, having just come back from the SEMA show, there are a lot of women involved in the car world and a lot of women building cars, restoring cars. I had Bogie Leitner and Rachel DeBarros on the show, two of the All Girls Garage stars. And Christy Lee, the third lady who's on that show, is going to be here on Cars yeah, very soon. So have all three of the all-girls garage, and those women are so impressive when it comes to their knowledge around cars and their skills, so uh, you're right up there with them, Kayla. What I want to do is take a look at some of the roads that you've driven down. I mentioned you're a young woman. You're in your mid-20s, right? Yes, 26.
1: 26,
0: okay. So you're a young woman, especially looking from my side of the fence. <laughs> I would imagine, though, that you've encountered some challenges in your life, maybe a couple failures once in a while. I would love for you to take us to one of those times in your life when it was a big challenge and walk us through it. But tell us how that experience helped you gain even more momentum as you were trying to succeed in your career.
1: Well, one of the hardest challenges I've had was trusting other people to help me work on my car or to teach me how to work on my car. When I first started getting into cars I had not enough experience, I didn't know a whole lot and made me an easy target for, you know, people that I would, you know, help but pay to help me fix my car. And there was one time in particular where a mechanic or a body guy Took advantage of that and made the car actually worse than it actually was. Oh no! He ruined part of it. Yeah, and that left that made me very upset.
0: Yeah.
1: And I, for the longest time, could not bring myself to take the car to somebody else. You know, there is a point in the pro um, time in the project. You need to say, "I need to let professional do this."
0: <laughs> yes. You know. Uh huh.
1: And it took me a while to um, finally trust somebody. Like, okay. Here's my baby, you fix that, you know, yeah, yeah, Even though I know it's paying somebody, so but finally i've kinda I've gone over that, I'm still kind of picky, you know, I like to do background checks, mm-hmm. people see what they have done in the past to see what their their work, but yeah, I have definitely gotten better from 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 that, so
0: well, you've touched on two really important things here, one is trusting people and some people have trouble trusting other people and that hinders their ability to grow and learn and become more. And the other one is when you're having a car restored, And I've heard this from many people on my show where people have messed up projects, never finished projects, overcharged for projects, really made things difficult. So let's touch on two parts of this here. One is, what's the best piece of advice? And you kind of touched on it, get references. But what's the best piece of advice you could offer if you're trying to have a car restored or have somebody do part of the work that maybe you're not as skilled with, that you can offer the listeners that would help them not fall into that trap?
1: I would say do some research before you take it and to get fixed. So if you notice something's broken, look it up. How does the mechanic go about fixing it or, a, or the body work behind it that way when you take it in to get fixed and you like, let's say for what happened to me, they didn't do the weld, right? Mm. So it the shock tower had broke and they welded it in wrong. Okay. They didn't measure it. And it yeah. was crooked. Later on, I did the work and figured out how they were actually supposed to go about fixing it. So usually if you go, um, Do some research on how they're supposed to go about fixing how a good weld is supposed to be. Mm -hmm. Check behind their work.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, that's great advice. Excellent advice. Do your your homework. Do your research. Have a little bit of knowledge. And sometimes when you go to a shop, just having that knowledge and asking them really good questions, they'll realize, this lady knows what she's talking about. I better be on my A game. And when it comes to trusting people... How did you kind of come out of that mistrust time period in your life so that you could trust people again? Because it's good to trust people. It's if they're the right people, of course, and if you are careful. But uh, what would be your advice when it comes to trust and learning to trust?
1: Well, like I said, I do background checks. Or um, I had when I had my engine rebuilt, I had some friends that say, Hey, go to this guy, this guy's business. He's really good. And it was five different people that were telling me to go to this guy. So I finally went to him, met and talked to him, gave him my engine, and, you know, just, like, checked in on him. I didn't, like, call him every day to bother him, you know, like, how's it going? But, you know, checked in on, like, you know, every once in a while, how's, how's it coming? Go, you know, go in there and see. And after a while, it's like, this guy, you know, he knows what he's doing. And I never had an issue. And from that, he led to, um, opened other doors to other people that um, had other skills that I needed to help finish my project.
0: Yeah, there you go. And the other great piece of advice I've taught people or I've learned from people, I should say even better, is uh, using social media because I see it all the time. Somebody's in a city for the first time on business. Hey, where's a, where's a great place, place for lunch that you've tried that you know? And all of a sudden you get all these answers and you go, oh, I'm okay, I'm going to go try that. Or what's a great person in this town? I've had lots of people ask me, hey, I need to have this work done on my Porsche or Mercedes or old Ford or whatever. And I'll reach out there to my social media group and I'll get all sorts of great answers from people that are very helpful. So – asking is the secret there. Let's shift gears and go to the other end of the spectrum. I'd love for you to share what I call a career aha moment. It's a time when the lights come on and kind of steer you down a new path that you think is a good way to go. You touched on one when you started drawing cars for people, but is there a big aha moment you'd like to share?
1: Well, when I really figured out I wanted to get into the art career, there was a contest over in Big Fork, which is about a half hour away from where I live, And I was just in it for the fun of it. There were plenty of artists that were in it in the competition for that were professionals and been selling art for a long, long time. And they had galleries and everything. Mm -hmm. So I was just in it for the fun of it. And I won first place. Oh, cool. Yes. And I just remember being in shock they called my name up and everything. And that's when I it kind of put to my head, this is what I need to get into is artwork.
0: Nice. Nice. Well, I think that's uh, another key little secret here is put yourself out there. Take a chance. Join groups. Uh, compete in competitions. Exactly. Give it a chance. At the very least, even if you don't win place or show, you're going to have other artists there to talk to that can offer you advice, give you suggestions on how to improve what you're doing, people to talk to. So very nice. Well, you kind of answered the next question, perhaps, and that is a proudest career moment. Is there one that stands out you'd like to share?
1: Usually, anytime I have a commission piece that somebody's asked me to do, and I finish it, and I give it to them, and they're like really excited about it, that usually is my proudest moment that I have. You know, I had one, um, guy, he had a, he had a special motorcycle that was his brother's, his brother passed away and I was just starting out and he said, Hey, can you draw my brother's, um, motorcycle? And I drew it and just the joy on his face when I gave it to him. I remember <laughs> being like so happy, you know, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: cause that, that meant a lot to him. So.
0: Very nice story. I like that. Well, let's have a little bit of fun and talk about your first very special car. That first car that you got that really had great meaning for you. What was that car? And maybe you could share a memory about that vehicle.
1: My first car, which is um, a 1969 Mustang Coupe. Cool. My grandparents bought it for me as a guest. Um, I I still have that car. That's the one I'm working on. (laughs) And um, I will never part with that car. It's brought me through so many bumps and i just i love that car the best moment i've had that i can remember with that car is my mom and i were on a road trip to idaho and she was asleep on the passenger side and this guy drove up next to me and he's in a um, early 70s souped up corvette yeah and he looks at me he's revving his you know his his (laughs) car and i'm like okay so it's a straightaway so i'm i push on the gas, and I'm going like 100 miles per hour.
0: Uh-oh, and mom's and, asleep yeah, next to you. <laughs>
1: and mom's asleep. <laughs> and this guy, of course, I mean, he had too much horsepower, and my car was needed a lot of work, and he, he won. He drove off into the sunset, but... I just remember having so much fun and, and she didn't know about it until a week ago.
0: So. Oh, and now she, now everybody knows about it. Well, you know. Yeah, now
1: everybody knows about it. Well,
0: in Montana, the traffic uh, rules there with the open roads are a little more liberal and you're in a safe environment. So kids out there, don't do that. But, uh, sounds, yeah, sounds no, like don't something. Do that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a tough deal when someone comes up and kind of, you know, gives you the point and the uh, throttle burst and, uh, what can you do? But, uh, Sounds like fun. Yeah, I was taking a trip with my wife when we were first married to Palm Springs from San Diego and she was asleep and I was chasing this friend in a car and she woke up and looked over at the speed and goes, what are you doing? Are you crazy? Slow down. (laughs) You know. So, yeah, sometimes we get a little carried away, but um, I'm not going to admit the speed I was going because uh, I might get in trouble here. So let's move on. (laughs) Well, you're still a young person, so maybe this hasn't happened to you yet, but is there a vehicle that you've sold that you really wish you had back, that old seller's remorse story? I
1: don't, but I do have kind of a buyer's remorse. <laughs>
0: That's okay. Those are even more fun okay. sometimes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I bought a 1956 Mercury Medalist from a junkyard.
0: A Mer- now, wait a minute. I'm, try- I'm trying to envision <laughs> a Mercury Medalist. What-, what year is that again? 56. Fifty-six. Okay, hold on. i got to look this up here. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, okay. Yes, the Mercury Metalist had a beautiful, the way the, the color was cut on the side of the car it came down, kind of created a lightning bolt under the B pillar and usually uh, two-tone colors on some of those. Am I, have I got the right car figured out here?
1: Sounds like it. It's um like a Mercury Monterey, but it's like the Canadian model.
0: Okay, cool. Yeah, that's a neat car. I've seen some really cool hot rods made out of that car too that
1: the beautiful design
0: yeah it is so what happened with that car
1: well i bought it i have a feeling i maybe took on a bigger of a project than i need but because it's like it needs a lot of work uh, and a couple of prayers. <laughs> a <laughs> um, couple of prayers. <laughs> <laughs> the, the engine and transmission, everything's missing. It's been gutted out. Um, the floorboards, they've been known to rot. All the floorboards and completely rotted. It's basically nothing but a shell. I have found a bunch of parts for it, but I'm like, I, I'm i probably going to save that one for last because <laughs> it's going to take a long time to fix.
0: Uh, sounds like it. Oh, gosh. Well, Maybe that isn't the answer to the next question, and that is, what are you working on these days that has you really excited and fired up? Is it is it that Mercury, or is there something else going on in your world right now?
1: Just focusing on my Mustang still. This year has been the the year where I've, I've jumped ahead you know, of the project. Like I said, I got the transmission engine done, and now I'm getting the front end finished. That was ruined, so that part's getting completely rebuilt. Getting a Mustang 2 kit put into it. That is the main project that I am really been excited about. But there is another project I do have. Recently went to an auction with my mom and picked up a 1942 Chevrolet 2 the the Fleetline model.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah.
1: Yep. And that is actually her first project. And we're looking for parts because parts are kind of hard to come by for that. Because it came out, it was like the last model they made for that car. Before they went to World War II. Oh, and then they yes. started making them in 46.
0: Cool. Well, it's fun that you're doing a project with your mom, too. That's uh, You're a very lucky lady to get to do that. Well, Kayla, if you had to manifest yourself into a car, you were a car. What kind of car would Kayla be and why?
1: I don't know why exactly, but I keep having a dream, dreams, I should say, of a 1969 yellow two door Nova. So I figured that would be my spirit car.
0: (laughs) Well, that kind of makes sense. Those are cool cars. And there's been plenty of those built up into some pretty fast cars that might compete with that Corvette that pulled up next to you on the highway. But uh, (laughs) yeah, the Novas were cool. They have a special place in my heart because my first car was a 67 Chevy Nova. But it was the uncool one. It was the four-door with the little engine. But it got me around, got me to the beach, carried my surfboards and my buddies in that car. So. Yeah, the Novas are cool. Very nice. Well, Kayla, up next is the last lap. But before we put the pedal to the metal, let's say thank you to today's Cars Yow sponsors. Do you know the best way to protect your vehicle, both the exterior and the interior, is with a car cover? I've been using Covercraft car covers since 1975. That's right. 1975. It's a fast, easy, and inexpensive way to keep your vehicle looking new. Covercraft has been manufacturing premium quality exterior and interior covers for over 50 years with a stellar reputation for durability and design. They're the world's largest manufacturer of custom patterned vehicle covers that are crafted to fit over 80,000 patterns and growing. They are the only cover I'll put on my vehicles. You can choose from a wide variety of fabrics, Styles, colors, and more. From full cover designs for factory to custom made vehicles, plus convertible top covers, trucks, truck cab coolers, motorcycles, scooters, ATVs, trailers, campers, personal watercraft, and a wide variety of custom features. Covercraft is the right choice. Learn more today at covercraft.com and tell them Mark sent you. That's covercraft.com. Or you can view his website at www.chrisvkimble.com. Make sure your investments are running on all eight cylinders, or 12, or 16. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. member, Finra Sipic. Okay, Kayla, we are entering what I call the last lap. And I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some very quick blips of the throttle answers. So here we go. What's the best automotive advice you've ever received?
1: Do not sell your first car.
0: <laughs> yes. Now, where were you when I sold my first car? Actually, my second car. My second <laughs> car was cool. It was a Carmen Gia. I wish I still had that one. But the Nova, not so much unless it had been a two-door like your spirit car. That would have been cool to have. But <laughs> I wasn't that cool when I was 16 years old. Would you share one of your personal habits you believe has helped contribute to your successes in your career over the years?
1: best habit I would suggest for an artist to use is to draw and sketch every day.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, I hear that all the time from the many, many artists that I have had on the show. When I was at Seam, I visited, they had a whole artist area of Great automotive artists, and some of the people there were people that have been on my show. Tom Fritz, of course, David Snyder, some really talented people, and some people that I haven't met before, and everybody says the same thing. It's the same with writing. It's really the same with anything. Do it every day. Now about a resource? Is there a resource that you'd like to share with our listeners that you really enjoy?
1: The best resource I've come across to learn about whether it be cars or art would be to just put yourself out there and talk to people face-to-face because you could go online and you could get mixed information. But usually if you talk to somebody face-to-face, they will, they'll give you the right information and, or the different, you know, different information. But like, let's say if you're welding, they'll, they'll, and I'm asking, oh, what's the best welder? They'll, they'll give you like different welders. They'll tell you the difference why, you know what I mean? Like right. the difference between the two. So, face to face.
0: Great way to communicate with people. Now, if you could have a drink with anyone in the automotive industry, living or deceased, who would that be?
1: I would have to say Joe Pep.
0: Joe Pep! The great Joe, Joe Pep. Pep. Yes, he's been a guest here. In fact, I was on his radio show. Two weeks ago, which was cool, his new radio show, which was uh, Every Car is a Story, which was really fun. And, of course, Joe's the guy that connected you with me. So shout out to Joe. He's an awesome guy. What do you like about Joe?
1: I, he's very friendly.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He's very he's going to talk. I think anybody could probably talk to him. Um, yes. We've been friends online, but I haven't met him yet.
0: You know, I haven't met no. him yet either. I've never met him face to face. <laughs> well, he lives on the other side of the country. So he's a long way away from me. But I feel like if I saw him and give him a big hug, we sit down and uh, enjoy a conversation together. So yeah, absolutely. Joe Pep, That's a good one. Kayla, how about a book? Now, is there a book you've read that you could suggest to our listeners that you really enjoyed?
1: Um, There's a book. It's um, helped me with my projects, and it's great for beginners or anybody that's getting into um, rebuilding a project, uh, like a car, hot rod, or anything. And I'm sure anybody know, everybody knows that um, when you start a project, you need to know the basics of at least some body work or welding. And the book that helped me was called Motor Books Workshop: How to Weld by Todd Bridgum. Oh. can pronounce that? <laughs> okay. It is a great book. It step by step. Goes through all the different types of welding, even gives information on basic body tools, how to be safe when using the tools, how to use the tools. It's it's really a good book.
0: Very good. Yeah. Todd Abridigum is actually his last name. It's kind of a funny name. BR. Thank you. <laughs> no, it's, it's, when you look at it, you don't want to say it the way it's spelled. BRIDIGUM. Abridigum. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's a great book. And I'll remind our listeners that all these great resources Kayla's been so kind to share, I will put those on her Cars. Yeah. Show notes page. There's a place on the Cars. Yeah. website where each of the guests gets their own page. I'll put links to these, including a link to that great book. If you want to look learn how to weld go there get that book and you're off and running all right kayla we're up to the checkered flag this last question though can be a little bit of a doozy santa claus uh, is getting ready to come and visit us all in a couple months here maybe somebody said how fast christmas is coming this year it comes faster every year so i'm going to be santa claus today i will buy you any cool collector car in the world don't worry about the cost because i'm paying for it what's that car going to be and why 1956 Ford F100. Well, you're not going to be too painful in my wallet today. <laughs> what is it about that vehicle that you love so much?
1: Well, my grandfather used to have one ah, and yes. way back in the day, and he sold it, and he regrets it, and he talks about it 24-7, <laughs> and I've been in search for one for a long time, and every time I get close to getting one, somebody buys it underneath, so
0: one I would like. Yeah, trucks have become so popular, and again, having been just at the SEMA show, I saw some amazing, amazing trucks that were built by builders and fabricators there. In fact, uh, Bodie Stroud, who's a very well-known builder uh, who's been a guest on the show, he's a customizer and builder, built a beautiful 56 F100. Have you seen that car? It's cherry red. I have not. You need to go and Google that. I think it's going to make you crazy. Now I don't know if you're into customs and hot rods or if you like something more classic looking and standard looking. His builds are kind of out there. I mean, they're pretty darn amazing. But go and Google Bodie Stroud and F156, and uh, I think that uh, you can share that with your grandpa. That's kind of blow you away. What color would you like that F100 to be? Red. Ah, oh, well, there you go. Maybe you need to call and say, hey, want (laughs) to build me one that my grandpa and I can uh, drive around in? So uh, yeah, well, since I'm paying, don't worry about the cost. So uh, just send me the bill, okay? All right, Kayla, well, you've taken us on a great ride today. I've really enjoyed getting to know you a little bit better, and I want to thank you for sharing the automotive journey that you're on with the Cars Yow listeners and with me. I wish you the best success as you grow and expand in your artistic field. Is there a little piece of wisdom or guidance you might offer our listeners before you head off into the sunset in that 56 Ford F-100?
1: I would really like to encourage my generation and the next generation to get into the restoration hobby or the car hobby. Um, It's not just for people that are retired or have lots of money. I do not have, I'm not retired and I do not have a lot of money. It is a great investment and you're saving a piece of history. You get to learn a new skill. It's a wonderful pastime and it teaches you patience.
0: Yes. Words of wisdom from a very Wise young woman. You too can get into this field and have a lot of fun in it. You don't have to have big, deep pockets. You just got to start doing it. What's the best way for our listeners to follow along with you and then see and learn more about what you're up to?
1: You could find me on Facebook. You just type in Raindancer Art, or you could find my basic Facebook page, Kayla rain dancer and you could befriend me. It's fine. Or you could find me on Instagram, Raindancer Art.
0: There you go. Cool. You follow me there. There you go. Well, listeners, you'll find links to all these ways to touch base with Kayla on her Cars Yeah show notes page. Just type in Kayla Raindancer, and it has a unique spelling, R-A-N. There's no I in there. R-A-N-D-A-N-C-E-R. And you'll get the chance to look at this beautiful art that Kayla's creating. Follow what she's doing and check it out. And if you want a piece of art done, Contact her, and I'm sure she'd be happy to create something for you. Kayla, thanks for being so generous today with your time and expertise and for sharing your experiences with me and the Car Show listeners. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you down the road. You have a wonderful day. Thank you. What's every automotive enthusiast dream? To design and build that perfect garage. My friends at Metron Garage are a group of creative talents who've combined their passion for cars with their careers in architecture. Their service includes unique garage design and state-of-the-art fabrication. They will create the coolest custom garage for you and your vehicles. Metron Garage's system features fully engineered commercial-grade material and structural framing that's stronger than traditional construction. Their designs are pre-engineered to meet your building codes for fast, bolt-together construction. With over 25 years of experience, you'll see a 3D rendering to visualize your custom garage and the final structure will fulfill all your storage needs. Contact Metron Garage today and begin realizing your dream garage. Go to metrongarage.com. That's metrongarage.com. Garage is built for discerning enthusiasts. Where it's not just a garage, it's where your dream garage comes true.